guys, welcome back to Philip's Planet. And well, in today's episode, I'm gonna be speaking for more than 15 seconds. <laughs> and I really hope you do uh, appreciate it, right? And I'm feeling, let's say, I'm feeling nervous to record this because I think it's the first time I'm speaking, only speaking you know, recording it, and it's not a video, so I think it's more personal, I guess. And just to situate you, well, I am in my bedroom right now with the lights off, because I think I feel more confident to speak when it's dark. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but I feel more more comfortable, you know, to talk about like certain topics, and also there was a big dilemma in my life if whether I should uh, record the podcast in Portuguese or English and then a girl which is supporting me a lot she told me no go for English please please I swear to you and then I was like okay and then she was like because I'm very excited and I'm gonna follow you right now and I'm gonna listen to it and I'm gonna share it with my friends and then I was like, wow, thank you very much, you know, so many people are believing on it, and why not to do it, you know, why shouldn't I believe on it, you know, since I'm doing this, so I felt very inspired with her comments on the podcast, and then I was like, okay, let's keep doing this, and I really like it, you know, I think I can connect with many people now because it's a really good platform and then she was mentioning uh, the girl that is supporting me she mentioned she was like it's so good because like think about it people can listen to it when they're like at the gym or when they're like about to sleep or doing something they can like clean the house and listen to your podcast and I was like yeah you're not wrong you're 100% right you know so I felt very, very inspired by that girl. So thank you very much. I'm not gonna say names because it's inappropriate, but she knows who she is. <laughs> and well, in today's episode, I wanted to talk about um, the Yellow September. I think most of Brazilians know what this is about. And if you're not Brazilian, if you don't know what Yellow September means, it's basically a prevention against uh, people committing suicide, you know, which is, um, it's crazy how, how many people do it, you know, per year. I was reading something and I, I was also watching, uh, I was, oh my God, I was also watching some YouTube videos and reading stuff, you know reading the news to see the numbers and the number is insane for example every 40 seconds somebody commits suicide in brazil like do you know how fast this is like 40 seconds just think about it it's insane it's just 40 seconds and people commit suicide i was like this is shocking this is alarming and per year, it's around 800,000 people dead committing suicide. Like, this number is huge. And, well, of course, I 
I got really shocked with it, you know, that impacted me somehow. And then I was like, no, I have to talk about it, you know, because I reminded of a day which I was at Senai, which is an institution where I was studying last year. And then our teacher, our Portuguese teacher, he was like, hey guys, so I have a project for you. It's for one event, which is going to be held at Senai. And I really like you guys, which was my group, to do it, you know, to take the lead on it. And then I was like, what is it about? And then he was like, a yellow September. And then he explained to us what I've just told you. And then he was like, can you like, can you uh, explain this in more details for two or three classes? And our group, we were like, uh, we can, we have to study this and prepare it, like how long we have. And then he was like, oh, you have two weeks. And then I thought it was easy, you know. But then two weeks passed by really quick. And then we presented for two classes. And I was talking about it. I was explaining with my classmates and it was running well. And then after uh, we opened for questions for people to like question us, because like, for example, you, you may be thinking, oh, but you're not a specialist on it. You're not a, a psychologist or anything. And yes, I'm not a psychologist, but like you can help your friend, which is thinking about suicide you know, which is thinking about committing suicide. You can help your friend. You don't have to be a specialist in it. You don't have to be a psychologist or something. You don't have to be a doctor. You know, you have to just talk to your friend. And if you're, if you really love your friend, you're gonna feel how he, he he's been um, living for the past weeks. You know how he's been behaving for the past month. So like. It's more of a thing that everybody can help, like your next one, your friend. You know, it's not that hard. You can do it. It's not that hard. Believe me, it's not that hard. But um, of course, of course, it's better if the person looks for a specialist, you know, for a psychologist. It's much better if the person does that. But most of them don't do it, you know. Because, like, think, think yourself, you're feeling weak, you're feeling shy, you're feeling shame. You don't talk to anyone else. You just want to be in your head until you commit suicide. You know, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to talk to people and tell them, like, that you're weak. We don't want to show people our weaknesses. We want to be strong. We want to show people that we have good status. You know, because if you if you take a look at the society right now, people have been just showing off status. But most of them are super weak inside. But then they get a thick cover so people don't see that they're weak. But everybody is weak. We're humans. We're all the same. You know? So it's much better if you look for a specialist. But your friend, you can help your friend. You know, if you love your friend, help your friend. Talk to him, talk to her. Don't let them down. 
you know, if you feel, because we can feel when people are like down and not feeling that motivated and up, we can feel it. Like just help them, you know, just give them some some time, you know, like a nurse time. You know, where you're going to be there talking, giving all the attention the person needs. Because you might be like, no, but my friends are okay. But sometimes, sometimes very close people are going through these situations and we have no clue. We don't see until the moment when they're gone, until the moment when they like commit suicide. You know, so like, let's, let's pay attention to the next ones, the people that are surrounded um, around us. You know, just, just think, think and help them. And listen to them and I was one day I was watching uh, one video that says like listen to listen not to reply because many people want to listen to reply and give their opinions on other people's lives but that's not about it you know you listen to listen not to reply think about it you know because for example just imagine this because this is one thing that I've, I've, I've been thinking and I've been like figuring out when I'm recording now the podcast, for example. We have to imagine many situations and I have to imagine that I'm talking to a lot of people in the room. Not a lot of people, but like some people, you know. And um, like sometimes you're talking to your friend and your friend is on the phone. That is so boring. That's so sad. It's unmotivating, you know, because then you're like telling everything about your life and the person's not caring about it. The person's on the phone, not caring for your feelings. This is so bad, you know, and some people go like, oh, continue, I'm listening. But they're looking at their phones, not at you. So when you're talking to somebody, when you're helping somebody, look them in the eye. It's much better. The person, the person will feel more comfortable. The person will trust you. You know, so talk to them looking in the eye. It's so much better. And then, okay, going back to the event from Senai, right, which I mentioned before, we did it and we opened for questions and everything. People asked good questions. We were helping them. We were answering based on what we researched about, you know, so we just we, we were we were talking. It was like a, a big conversation to help people, because we were helping each other, because we were not specialists. And also like the teachers, they were helping, they were helping us as well, you know. So that was a very good conversation, a very good chat to help people to avoid committing suicide. And then we go a little bit far. Uh, we go a little bit more far. We go a little bit far. Because, so I have this thing that, like, it's so crazy, but, like, everything that is supposed to happen to somebody, like, in a specific, you know, something bad or a joke or something, something, it happens to me, you know? And then we finished, we we cleaned the, the classroom because we gave them um, lollipops. Then after we cleaned the, cl- the classroom, we got everything on its place like the chairs the tables and then we were living as we were leaving the classroom 
a guy comes and he goes like, oh, can I talk to you for a second? And then I, I can see, you know, like that, that's, that's why I, I, I told you about feelings because you can feel when the person needs something. And then I could see in his eyes that he needed help. And then he's like, oh, can I talk to you for a second? And then it's like, sure, let's go. And he was like, basically my age or a little bit younger and I'm 22. And then he, I was like, yeah, for sure. And he's like, can we go like talk in private? Because I don't feel comfortable talking here. Because my friends, we were in a circle, you know, and he was just basically in the middle. And then I was like, yeah, for sure. Let's go there. And then we sat on a bench on the... It was there, there was like a playground. And then after the playground, there was like some benches there that we could hang out. And then he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, can I talk to you? And then I, we went straight to the, the benches. Then we sat there and then he started talking to me. And he told me many things about his life. And then I was like, I have to pay attention to him. And I don't have to listen to reply. I have to listen to listen. And then I opened myself for him and was like, yeah, just tell me everything you want. I won't tell anyone. I'm a, like a secret book. You can tell me anything. And then he started talking to me like so I've been feeling this way and that way because um, my parents they don't really care about me my older brother has left my house and I'm going through some hard moments where people are asking a lot from me but I cannot give them because I'm not mature enough and that just shocked me I was like oh my god you know what if what if what if The guy was going to commit suicide on that day, after class, after getting home. Have you ever thought about it? Like when I stopped and I started listening to him, I was like, whoa. And he was, he was very funny during the explanations and during the chat conversation. But looks are deceiving. He was happy on the outside, but he was very sad in the inside. But he was afraid to tell to their parents, to his parents, to tell somebody. And he also mentioned me something. He was like, I'd like to talk to my friends about it, but my friends will make jokes about it. You know like how sad this is? Was like my friends will make jokes about me going through problems. What kind of friends were those? I don't know, but those are not called friends. They can be called anything, but not friends. You know, and I felt like I felt so sad in that moment, but I was so happy at the same time because he was sharing that with me and we were basically avoiding somebody committing suicide so like just just so you know we can help people around us you know not to do this we can help them we don't have to be specialists we don't have to be doctors we don't have to be psychologists we have to be friends because I think because of technology uh, we got really 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 apart 
we got apart. Let's be frank. We got apart. We are far from people. We prefer to be like individuals than a community, than a society. So, uh, yeah, that's that's basically what I have to say, you know, because I've I've experienced this, like people wanting to commit suicide, and hopefully I was there to help them in that time, right? Just give me one second. And uh, so if you're if you're listening to this, and if you're thinking of committing suicide, don't do it. Don't do it for you. Don't do it for the people around you that love you. They might not tell you that they love you, but they do love you. Don't do it. I'm here for you as well. You know, if I'm doing this right now, it's for some reason, and I don't know what reason is that. But I know it's, it's for a good, good reason. Because lies are important. We want you alive. Don't commit suicide. And if you, if you know somebody that it's thinking of doing this, share this podcast. Tell them to listen. Because their lies are important to me, to all of us. And God loves you. Right? So, <laughs> I'm sorry for... I'm not gonna say sorry. Because we have to talk about it. And this, this doesn't have to be taken as a bad uh, subject. It's just an alarm. Right? So, that's it for the first episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped you if you needed it. And I hope you share it if you know somebody that's going through the same thing. Right? And then you can also call to the number 180-188, okay, and because they have, it's, I think it's CCVV, the name of the website, where you can get help from. People are there 24 hours listening to people that want to commit suicide. Okay, so share this number, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.